it's me, Victoria, your DM. So, as usual, I have some announcements to make. First, we are going to be doing the drawing for our patron one-shot adventure. This is certain tiers. They get chances to play a one-shot. That's DM'd by me. And this isn't the one that affects the outcome of the game, but this is just for funsies, and I think we're going to have a really good time. So, let's get my uh, random generator fired up here. I've got everyone's names inputted, and let's start drawing. So I'm going to select four winners. Okay, let's see. And go. All right, so winners are Izzy S, Catherine L, Nathan B, and Bethany B. So that's exciting. I'm going to be contacting you. Our game is going to be held on June 10th at 1 p.m. EST. Uh, and if you can't make it, I guess we'll do another draw for more people uh, instead. Um, unfortunately, that is the only time I've got. I've got a busy schedule, so that's what we got to work with. But I'm really excited to play with Izzy, Catherine, Nathan, and Bethany. Yay! Also exciting is we created a third goal for our Patreon because we were almost there to our second. Well, everyone decided they really wanted to see a Mass Effect live stream for patrons. So uh, we're only $13 away from the new goal. Yay! So Tracy is now scrambling trying to get something ready because we thought we'd have a lot more time. But apparently you just really love us or you just want to see Mass Effect. So we're working hard at that, and that's going to be happening. So we're going to have to create a fourth goal soon. Oh, geez. <laughs> but if you want to make this happen uh, sooner than later, you can visit our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash thebroadswords. And yeah, let's get to it. The Broad's Time in Erling the Hathrin seat of power, has come to an end. After prying into Yaleri's, Kila, and Maypri's pasts, Lady Yelbruna, Offlor of Rashomon, has declared that our three heroines are to learn the ways of the Rashemi. You're listening to the Broadswords. Starring Tracy Gibbons as Keela, the High Elf Bard. I'm just generally not impressed. Kristen Flemons as Ularis, the Half Elf Wizard. Dragon like. Oh, boy. And Bianca Zelda as May Pri, the tiefling barbarian. She's gonna just, like, take the pickle out of your hand with her mouth. And me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. All right, so we left off with all of you having some rather vivid dreams. Uh, that was two days ago. You have been in Erling for the last two days. Uh, Yaleris, you have been working with Nithra. And we have the other two, Maypri and Kila. You have been 
working with Novik. Your days really just considered of long runs around the village, lots of exercises, um, and learning how to effectively channel your rage. Hilarious is heartbroken that she missed out on that. <laughs> <laughs> so it is the morning. And the village green is a bustle of activity as the shaggy, short-legged, sturdy horses of the Rashemi are loaded with supplies. People are barking commands, there are dogs darting between wagon wheels and people's legs. And the three of you are waiting outside of the green chapel. You are leaving for the northern Vramyoni stronghold. Nithra is speaking with Novik and another man that you haven't met yet uh, by the head of one of the horses near the, the head of the train. She leaves the pair of men and approaches the three of you. Jandar, she says, pointing at the other man with Novik, He'll be in charge of this expedition. He and Novik have business in Imilar first, um, and then they head up into the Vramyani stronghold. You will accompany them. Word has already been sent to the inn, the guardian witch, to expect you. Green Hulda, the proprietor, will have further orders for you once you arrive. I'm sorry, orders? She looks at you, Yularis, quite calmly and says, Our laws are simple in Rashomon. Obey the Hathren, or face death. You are in our land as guests. You will obey our laws. I mean, absolutely, but there seems like there's a, not an insignificant difference between laws and orders. Have we joined a guild an army? She looks at you very carefully. And what was that ritual yesterday, do you think? Touché. And these two? As I said, they are guests in our land, and we allow them passage. I give her an exaggerated curtsy. and I give her, like, a big flourishing bow, just to help you out a little bit. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that a lot. Gonna shoot shoot a little little smile, a little uh yeah. Shit disturbing together. <laughs> she takes in a deep breath and exhales slowly. Mistra be with you. And she leaves. As she departs, Jandar, the other man that Novik was talking to, who has long black hair, a big bushy beard, and he's actually quite large. Um, you thought Novik? Novik's very tall and very wide, but Jandar, if anything, he's bigger. Uh, his, his biceps are like the size of some people's thighs. He's just like a big monster man. He doesn't just curl, though. The rest of him is also proportionate. <laughs> He doesn't skip leg day. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? And unlike a lot of people, um, 
he he also really works his glutes because he understands that they're the powerhouse of the muscle groups <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he needs to be able to run through a battlefield effectively. <laughs> Hilarious definitely appreciates a good pair of glutes. So <laughs> <laughs> looks like you're with me. Novik will be looking after you during this trip. I've got other things to worry about. And he looks you up and down, glancing at Yulari's trunk. If anything happens, follow my orders. If you don't understand them, ask Novik. We leave in a quarter glass. He nods curtly and stalks off towards the granary. I'm going to practice this bow that I just saw Keela give. I add, add it to my repertoire as well. And then look over at her. Eh, how'd it do? I'll, I'll do a curtsy so that I can try and add on to what you're working on. <laughs> we can both become proficient in both bowing and curtsying. <laughs> Novik watches the pair of you and winks from his perch atop a wagon. I wink back. Is there anything that you want to do before you head out? I think we're pretty much ready to go. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think I've probably, like, said goodbye to Selaf already. I feel like he he was sort of the one person that I met and actually connected with here, but, you know, sort of said a quiet thank you, and but I'm ready to be gone. Had one more bath. Okay. <laughs> That's a that whole other long. episode. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so you you leave. Um, and you travel for the better part of two days without any event. You've passed a few farmers, but otherwise it's been pretty quiet on the road. Uh, the Rashemi you're traveling with are a mixed group of men and women. They are all berserkers. These are all warrior class people. Um, and they have made this run hundreds of times. This is something that these, these people do. Pretty much that's their job is running supplies up and down, uh, through, up into the strongholds and then bringing magical artifacts from the strongholds down to the rest of Rashomon. So they, these are tough people because they have to protect very valuable goods. Uh, so they, they run this like clockwork. Uh, breakfast is always eaten in the saddle. It's usually just a hunk of dry bread, kind of really. Um, and there's a brief stop at midday to water the horses. Um, and that is generally when you eat some bread, some cheese, and a lot of the time like dried apples. Uh, dinner consists of a basic stew, again made up of dried apples, some dried mushrooms, onion, and whatever game the hunters can get as the rest of the group sets up camp. A lot of it is dried, a lot of it's cured, a lot of it's processed. It's light stuff that can be keep and carry with them. Uh, the sun is just about to dip behind the trees when Jandar signals a halt. Strangers, he calls from atop his mount at the front of the line. By the order of Nithra of the Seven Rivers, mouthpiece of Lady Elbruna, you are to pass through the threshold of the Tethryn Gate. We will wait for your return. If they do return, someone mutters, and the group of berserkers laugh. Novik grins. Well, 
At least one of them can pack a punch. It's Keela. All right. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Keela. And I, like, look Uh, sort of, like, suspiciously, like, between Maypri and Keela and and say to him, the gates of the what now? Please feel free to elaborate. Novik just grins at you again, and he points at a small like dirt path that leads off the main road into the trees. That's a path. That's not a gate. (laughs) Is there a purpose to this? Why? What is it? Why would Nithra not have told us beforehand? You're not a very communicative lot. You know that? We follow orders. Yes, I've heard. (sighs) <sighs> well, the Hilarious is kind of having this back and forth um, with uh, a couple of dried apples in her mouth. Maypri has already set off down that path. Like, she's two minutes ahead of you now. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Keela's going to follow Maypri just, just because she's a little bit tired of hearing Hilarious complain. I guess I'm going to notice that I'm alone here and just like huff at all of this talk of orders, good lords, and uh, storm off after them. Okay, so you go down this path, and it, it's a normal path through the woods. Uh, but you come up to a outcrop of rock, and this is where the path ends. Carved into the rock are two ornate pillars In between the two pillars is a trickle of water going down the rock face. And on either side, on the opposite outside sides of the pillars, there is a cave entrance. So two cave entrances. I'm going to... Did Maypri wait up or did she just... She did, yeah. She uh, tried (laughs) to drink some of that water that was trickling down while she was waiting for you You tried to drink... Yeah, I'm going to try to drink that. that. How did you try to drink it? I just, like, put my hand underneath it and waited for, like, some to fill up in my palm, and then I sipped it. And as you put your hand there, you see the water, but you don't feel it. Oh. Okay. So I think, like, Yularis is, like, kind of huffing up and just, like, I didn't peg you two as as so eager to take orders from whoever dishes them out and then is maybe noticing Maypri's confusion (laughs) with the water my best to play with the water but nothing is really happening what's what's going on there uh I, I I was thirsty so I wanted to get a sip of this water and every time I put my hand around it I don't I don't feel anything is it magical could you could you tell me um, can I do detect magic? Yeah. I, I do that. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, you do you do your ritual. Yeah. Um, you know that there's illusion magic on this trickling water rock face in between the two pillars. Yeah, so I'll, I'll turn to my prayer. Yep, fake water. Magical fake water. Oh, well, I'm still thirsty, and now there's fake water. What You didn't bring any water? What do we do about it? 
ah, and she's going to pat her body down and realize that she just, like, left a bunch of stuff behind. She has her weapons and some apples, but that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm going to grab a stick and, like, try and poke behind the water to see if there's anything back there. Or- the stick goes straight through into the rock. There's nothing there. And if anything, you kind of fall forward expecting there to be resistance, but there's nothing. Maypree's going to step in with you because yeah. she just thought you did that pretty organically and that was intentional. Well, I think I would probably like turn around and like gesture of like, this seems like a more <laughs> fun gate than those other two. After you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Maypree will step inside. You, to the re- to the other two, it looks like you step into the rock. Um, but what you see is, because you're infernal, so you can see in the dark. You have yeah, dark vision. For like 30 feet or something. 60 feet. 60, um, cool. 60 feet as if it's daylight and an additional 60 feet, so 120 feet uh, total um, as if it was dim light. And dim light means more like black and white kind of thing. So you you can see quite far, um, and you are in a staircase leading down. Like I stepped out in the middle of the staircase or at the top of the staircase? At the top of the staircase. You're at the top of the staircase, and the stairs lead downwards. And you can see torches, unlit torches, in sconces on the walls. Okay. Uh, Maypri will pop her head outside of the rocks and look at the other two and say, Ah, you guys, you coming? It looks really, uh, really dangerous in here. I think this is a good place for us. All right, I'm coming. And then Kilo follows Maypri down. Yeah, I'll I'll scuttle in behind the two of them as well. Do all of you have dark vision? I do, yes. Half elf. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, so you can all see. Yeah. Yep. You can all see in the dark. So you go... Okay, so that was useless of me to put in there. So you go (laughs) into... down. Do you go down the stairs? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you go down the stairs. And these stairs, they're they're stone. I am going to bring my stick and, like, keep poking at the walls and the stairs (laughs) to see if there's any other fake things. So far, everything seems pretty real. Cool. Everything around you is made of stone. They're your stone stairs, though they're roughly hewn stone, um, and there are some pebbles lying around. The walls are stone, um, but there's like, you know, tree roots have kind of started to break through it. There's a lot of patches of dirt. And you walk down these stairs, and it opens up into a great big hall. And On either side of the hall is a long row of pillars leading to the front, and in between each pillar is like a stone sarcophagus. So there's just rows of sarcophagi and pillars, and at the front of the hall is a dais, a raised dais, with a stone altar on it. And there is a door just to the left of the altar at the like on that wall where the altar is is there anything on the altar or is it just it's just a stone rectangular altar there's it looks like it it's carved but from the distance of where you're at cuz it's probably a good 70 feet away from you um 
you you can't tell. Um, Can I approach it and do a perception check on it? No, because before anybody moves, you can't. But like, I want, I want to like, like grab both of you before you do something stupid and impulsive. And like, Yelaris is gonna like put her hands on both of your shoulders and be like, "Okay, hold on, just a moment. Can we think for ju- a second here? What what is it that we're doing here? Why have they sent us? What do they want us to accomplish? We've." gone through the gate already, right? This has got to be a trap. There's something here. They don't think we're going to come back. It's a trap. Do you, like, could we have a plan before we, like, jump out into the great trap area? Anybody? <laughs> there could also be treasure. There could be treasure. They there could so also nice. be death. It sounded a little bit more like death to me. They would never. Are you kidding me? Food? I I thought they were lovely. Yeah, they lovely, and they love fighting, which is excellent. I I had a great time. <laughs> all right, all of have them. fun. Go find your treasure. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna sit down, cross-legged on the floor, and I want to um, look into the ethereal plane. I want to Ooh. concentrate on a quickening. And see if I can see anything. And then they can go off to the altar and do perception checks and whatever and step on the spike traps. <laughs> okay, see you later. <laughs> okay, give me a perception check, Kristen. Okay. Um, that was a 12. Do I get? Oh, I get advantage on perception checks in the ethereal plane with this quickening. Hey, roll again. Oh gosh, it's on the floor. Let's go find it. Do I use the roll that was on the floor, or do I redo that one? No, roll it. Okay, that's good because it was a one. No, <laughs> I rolled another one, so it's the twelve. <laughs> you see behind a far pillar that little wrinkly wizened fellow that you saw in Nithra's hut the first time. Okay. And he winks at you and scurries away. I'll, I'll wink back and say nothing. So uh, maybe we'll be following Keela, who is going to be on point because she was pretty eager to go check out the altar. <laughs> uh, before we kind of get within that area, I would like to... I don't know how to word this. I'm not casting it, but I want to use danger sense, which means I can gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be, which gives me an edge um, to dodge away from danger. Um, this gives me advantage on my dexterity saving throws um, against effects that I can see like traps and spells. Uh, you so I, you feel fine. It, it's there's nothing dangerous. There's nothing. You, there's no spidey sense going off on you. Okay. You you feel fine about this. You're just in like this weird old temple. What do you call those crypt places? I don't know. Yeah. It's so there's okay. dead people about. There's all the sarcophagus. Mm-hmm. There's sarcophagus. Yeah. Sarcophagi. Sarcophagi. I think it's sarcophagi. I think yeah. it's sarcophagi. Yeah. Not sarcophaguses. <laughs> nah. Sarcophalophagus. With all the hippopotamuses. Yep. Uh, okay, um, Keila, since you're, I guess, ahead, go do your stuff. Maypri is going to kind of linger just a couple of steps behind, just in case. 
Okay, Kayla's gonna approach the altar, not not touching it, just getting kind of close and checking it out. And I'm gonna roll a perception check. Eight. It is a big stone slab. And it, it's definitely an altar with its position. Um, and it is carved. Uh, you see a white, well, it's it's a carved wooden altar. There used to be paint on this, you can tell, because there, there's flecks of it, but not much. You see the colors white and blue. And you see a eight-pointed star with a circle. Is the circle, like, around it? Yeah. Kind of like a... It, it's the circles around it, but the the points of this star stick out past the circle. Okay. I'm gonna bow to the altar. Feeling very confused, Mipri will uh, walk up next to Keela. Did you... Is it okay? Is it royalty? Why are you... Why are you bowing to it? I don't... I don't want to piss off any gods or anything like that. I'm gonna roll my eyes at them from where I'm still <laughs> sitting cross-legged on the floor at the entrance. <laughs> Mipri will glance back at Keela and then towards the left, I believe, is where the, uh, the other door is. And then she'll turn back to Keela. So, um... You want to go through that that doorway? Check out what's over there? Heck yes, let's do it. <laughs> Give a little wave to Yalarius. Bye. Yeah. And we'll, uh, I, I'll step in. Your hand grasps the doorknob. Yep. And as it touches that doorknob, there is a massive thump as the double doors that you entered slam shut. Okay. okay. Stereotypical dungeon stuff. It yeah. doesn't scare me. Wait. I don't know what side of those doors I was on. <laughs> I was sort of imagining myself sitting right in the entrance, so did they... Well, you were on the well, stairs, Well, give right? me a deck stage, then. <laughs> <laughs> Three. <laughs> Luckily, they swing inwards, so they don't entirely crush you, but what they do do is they, like, because there is such force of them slamming inwards, they push you forward, and you go, like, falling kind of in front of you mm -hmm. onto the ground on hands and knees, um, and I am going to say that it is going to, because it's such force... Um, it does three damage. Ow. I'm gonna yell that really loud at May Pre. Ow! <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so, beyond opening, like touching the door handle, that was the repercussion, was those other doors slammed shut. But am I able to open? Nope. It doesn't move. I pull really hard, like strength <laughs> check. Pull really hard. It's like Maypree is Maypree is pulling, but it says on it push. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pulling. Maybe something will happen. 
and nothing does. Alright, frustrated, she'll kind of throw her hands to her side. <sighs> Kayla, I can't get these doors to open. You're you're witty, you're kinda acrobatic. Do you wanna do some fancy stuff and open up the doors, please? Yeah, no problem. I'll just uh, you know, do a couple flips and the doors will open for me because they're gonna be so happy with my performance. Okay, thank what do you, you what do you think that I'm supposed to do here? Oh, you can't. Oh, okay. Um, uh, okay. fine. Fine. Keela, Keela does like a few flips for good measure to make me pretty happy. <laughs> oh, kitty. Uh, she'll clap a little enthused. <laughs> and your your claps um, echo throughout the hall. As as they're doing this, I'm uh, I'm casting detect magic again. Okay. Around the room to see. See what's what. So yeah, that gives me a um, a ra- uh, <clears throat> excuse me a a, rash- a ratio no a radius of of thirty feet, and I'm gonna cast that and sort of just slowly walk around the dungeon. Well, no, slowly walk around this temple area with my stick still hitting things. I'm very suspicious. I don't trust this at all. Um, but while these other two women are making asses of themselves, I'm going to do something actually <laughs> useful. You feel a magical sense coming from the center of the altar. It's contained within there. And you are trying to figure out the type of magic, the school of magic as well, right? Uh, th- this is ne- necromancy, you think. It's, it's kind of dark. It's coming from the center of this altar. Well, good job, guys. You just locked us in a necromantic altar area. Good work. Thank you. Very well done. Um, notice all these little tombs and sarcophagi around? I'll bet a whole bunch of evil bone dudes are going to jump out of them at any minute and try and kill us. Join their ranks. We'll be down here forever. And you just had to touch that door. Completely unfazed, Maypri, with that new revelation, is going to march over to the closest sarcophagi, sarcophagus, and push it open. Okay, give me a strength check. Yes. Alright. 19. I think Hilarious is completely aghast at this as well. Just like, what? That's your reaction to this? <laughs> Definitely. 19. With some difficulty, you manage to scrape one of these big, heavy stone lids. Um, off to the side. Are you pushing it, like, right off of the top of the sarcophagus, or just enough so that you can see inside? I I, I would like to push it completely off. Am you I strong enough? You push it completely off, and it crashes on the ground, and this sound just reverberates throughout this tall stone chamber. And that's all you can hear just going down throughout for quite some minutes. And inside the sarcophagus is a whole lot of dust and a really rusty axe. I'm going to pick up the axe and kind (laughs) of 
weigh it a little bit, see, you know, test its weight in my one hand, give it a couple of good swings while some rust chips fly off. And as you give it some swings, the wooden handle crumbles (laughs) and the axe head clatters to the ground. Oh, well, I guess I don't get a new weapon. And I'll uh, turn around to the other ladies and kind of throw my hands up like, now what? Can I do a perception check on the door? Not the one, not the double doors, but the door that we were trying to get into. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. It looks locked. <laughs> and... Really? Wow. Yeah, it, it looks locked. And But the thing is, is there's like no keyhole or anything that you can see that would unlock it. So detect magic is concentration. So if I like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to walk over um, to the door as well. Do I sense anything coming off of it? Nope. Nope. Okay. And all of the magicalness is just the altar. From so I'll do a little altar. circuit around the sarcophagi. How many sarcophagi are there again? Sixteen. There's eight on each side. Okay. I would like to open up as many of those as possible. <laughs> so as Maypri is doing that, I'm gonna be eight like I'm just gonna say, like as she's pushing, like eight points on the star, sixteen sarcophagi. There's I'm sure we have to do something with this altar to get that other door to open. Something, something with dead things, probably. Thoughts? The DM has a thought. You guys have skills. No, we don't. I hit things. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you have a whole bunch of skills, and there is a symbol on an altar right in front of you. Has anyone asked you, hmm, what is that symbol? I want to know what the symbol is. <laughs> Can I roll um, a history or an arcana or something? Maybe arcana? Yeah, what do you want to roll? Arcana. Super cute. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Our characters have skills, but we do not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sounds about right. I was an 11. (laughs) An 11? Actually, this is really easy. I know exactly what it is, guys! You do know exactly what it is. That is the symbol of Mistra. She is the goddess of magic, also known as the Lady of Mysteries. So she probably likes riddles, hey? (laughs) Does that give me any... Like, what would one... Do I know what one would do to sort of, like, revere Mistra in one of her temples? What sort of a... a, an offering or a ritual might look like? Mistra was a greater deity... Um, who was destroyed during the gods' wars. She was replaced by another woman who took up her name and the role of goddess of magic. Can I touch the symbol? Like, is, is it within touching distance? Yeah, the symbol is directly on the, the altar. 
Okay, I'd like to place my hand flat on it just to see if there is any kind of response. Okay, what are you touching? Well, you mentioned like it's, uh, how many points? Eight-pointed star uh, around a circle, so I'd like to center my hand kind of in the middle of it. And I don't know how big the symbol is. There is some kind of movement, but not a lot. Not enough. Like, there is some movement. Okay. But nothing happens. I'm... This is goddess of magic. I'm gonna cast just, like, a minor illusion on the, uh on the altar, see if, like, putting it in contact with magic does anything. Um, what are you illusioning on it? I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna do, like, a, two miniature versions of, uh, of Keela and Maypri doing a, a silly little dance. <laughs> oh my god. Like, little tiny dolls of them. Just rushing into things. <laughs> Very impressed. There is a audible click. Really? Keela's gonna run it. and check that door when she hears the click. The door opens. I'm gonna give my curtsy. <laughs> and I'm gonna bow at you. <laughs> I'm gonna stomp on by you. <laughs> The door leads into a 10 by 10 foot room. There on the right hand side of you is a long wooden bench that takes up about three quarters of the length of the room. And then on the opposite side is like a recess carved into the stone. And it it looks like it used to be like a storage area, but the room is completely bare save for the bench on your right and a door at the far end opposite you. Since I'm the first one through, I'll just stalk on over and try the handle on the other door. It's locked. Of course. (laughs) And I will wait for the other two to follow. That recessed area is also directly across from us. It is on your left, and the bench is on your right, and then the door is across. Okay. Um, I would like to, um, check out the recessed area, see if there's anything in there, and, uh, I've technically, technically my detect magic lasts for ten minutes. So, it would have taken more than ten minutes for Maypri to knock off lids off of sarcophagi, and find nothing but a bunch of bones and dust and crappy old weapons. Yeah, they all fell apart. And, like, I couldn't stop sneezing, and it was not a great time. And she made a big racket. And she (laughs) defiled, obviously, a very nice resting space for some important people. Yeah. (laughs) Not very respectful. Maypree just has, like, cultural competence coming out. (laughs) Coming out the butt. (laughs) She's supposed to be a traveler, but I'm not the one you want to invite over. (sighs) Yeah, I'm just going to sort of poke around, see what I can see in the the recessed area. Um, A perception check? 
Ooh, that was a natural 19 plus 1, so a 20. You see a glint in a corner, and when you look closely at it, you see a yellow gem, and it's a cut gem. It looks like it was probably a part of someone's jewelry at one point or something, and it fell off. Neat. It's it's actually kind of small. That's fine. I like it. I uh, pick it up and sort of examine it, see if there's like a place that it looks like it's missing from. And then if Nothing not... Nothing that you can see in there. But when you look at the recessed area, you see that there are two like indents at the top. And you, you being Yularis, would know that that is where a rod would have been for things to hang. Oh, so like a curtain. Kind or of. like like a clothes yeah. rack. Okay, so like this is somebody's closet. Yeah. It's a dressing room. Interesting. Yeah, pocket the gem and be like, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that this used to be some sort of closet or dressing room. See the see the holes? This is that's where you would hang hang your clothes. It's a pretty big closet. Seems like be for somebody pretty important. If you were interested, Would that get us out. <laughs> like we're still in here. We need to find out how to get to the other side of the door. Sort of a joy of curiosity, Maypria. I don't know. Don't mm. take it or leave it. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm just gonna go over here and pull on some of the benches, and we'll see if maybe a secret door will swing open. <sighs> and true to my fashion, I'm just gonna start if I can pull uh, some of the benches out from the wall. The benches are attached to the wall. They're all Damn. stone carved. Um, <laughs> so May is pulling on like clearly like carved out of the same hunk of rock benches. Yes. Yeah. Everything, everything that you're in is just carved out of one piece of rock. It's like you're, this entire place was carved into an a rock outcrop. Okay. Hilarious is going to laugh heartily at that. <sighs> I'm just testing my grip strength. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh. It is intricately carved, however. Yeah, but you'd have to be curious about it to appreciate Ooh. that. <laughs> okay, well, since my uh, pulling isn't yielding any results, I will uh, see if I can perceive anything uh, in my frustration. So let me roll. It's not great. Uh, six. Well, it, it, you're looking, and that's what matters. <laughs> <And> <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how the broads get through this dungeon on May 19th. But don't forget, our Podcast of Foes episodes will come out on May 17th on Wizards of the Coast's Dungeon Delve RSS feed. That's really exciting. Like, I just said that. Our podcast is going to be on the Wizards of the Coast's 
dungeon delve feed. <laughs> All right. Well, see you next time. I Am Here is an interview show that features women, members of the LGBTQ plus community, non-binary people, and people of color active in the RPG community. Listen to stories about what inspires them to create, play, and run RPGs, why representation in tabletop gaming matters, and how the community can be an open, welcoming, and safe space for everyone. For more info, go to IamHerePodcast.com. The Broadsword is a member of the RPG Academy Network. The network facilitates the sharing of knowledge, passion, and experience in the role-playing game hobby by helping to create and promote quality content that is both entertaining and educational. The network is inclusive and fosters an environment welcoming to new and existing members of the hobby. The broadswords perfectly represent the network, and we're proud to work and play alongside them. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish.